I'm I'm flying by the seat of my pants again, Mike. Hold on, let me um. <laughs> I'm serious. Um, I wonder where that phrase originated. By the seat of your pants, some, somebody fell out of a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Got hooked by the bridges. by his draws. The other one I wonder about is uh, it's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah, how many cats did they figure? You know. How do you- <laughs> How many casts they have to go through before they say, "You know what?" <laughs> and what made them want to goddamn skin a cat to begin with? Well, like, no. Here's the question: who Woke up on Tuesday and said, I "Wonder how to skin a cat?" No, no, no. So here's what happened: There was one cat they skinned, and then they skinned another cat, and it was like, "Wait a minute, there's still some more skin on that original cat." <laughs> And went back and chopped it up some more, and, and thus the phrase, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Because it's a cat, not cats. <laughs> more than one way to skin cats. <laughs> Starting to give fewer fucks. There's a song about that. There's a song about that. Like giving fewer fucks? Remember, remember Boss? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't heard that shit in forever. Uh, so I'm guessing that she didn't give a fuck. <laughs> it's possible. That's kind of what, uh, you know, I, I can't, can't be completely sure. <laughs> <laughs> she should be more clear in her communication. Yeah. Like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, that sucks a bag of dicks. <laughs> Who's the first to say that? <laughs> <laughs> and how many dicks did they fit in the bag? I don't know. How how many dicks did were they able to fit in the bag before they said, you know what? This sucks. <laughs> that, that is an, an inordinate amount of dicks to suck. Yeah, that's uh... <laughs> it's an inappropriate amount of dicks to suck. And why are you putting them all in one bag? In a in a bag. At that. That's a... even if they are not attached to the man, dicks touching is gay. Right. Attached, attached or not, it's not a good, it's not a good look for you. <laughs> so you throw somebody out. Like, I'll cut your dick off and throw it in the bag with the rest of the f- What? <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> How did we get here? Oh, shit. Oh, First of uh, all, actually, I got to move that light. You said you was going to cut my dick off and called me gay? Wait a minute. And I'm the gay one? <laughs> you the one with a bag of dicks. <laughs> you the one collecting bags. You got a you got a collection of dicks in a bag. That's gay. A dick collection. <laughs> bag of dicks. Oh, fuck. Okay. That's going to be another 10 minutes, so let's just save that for the back half of the um for the show. Yeah, I mean all the shit. I've been rolling <laughs> for the for the past what is it for 30, 30 minutes now thirty six minutes so that's uh, hey folks that's the podcast so <laughs> podcast before the podcast it's a bunch of shit that hey what are you doing <laughs> thank you for joining us <laughs> make sure you subscribe here we go.
I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I don't care if he personally kicked Candace Owens and her stinky cray cray. I know this is going to be a lot Let's keep this shit funky. Yes, yes, y'all. What's happening? What's cracking? Welcome to another episode of the Unpopular Opinion Show. I go by the name of T Storm and joined by my partner as always. The man, one of two possibly, but the only one that I know, goddammit, DJ Mike Swift. <laughs> What's happening, bro? What's happening? What's happening? How you feeling today? I'm good, man. Let's 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 start the show off with with a, a big goddamn resounding happy birthday, bro. Oh, oh shit. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. February sixth. The day we're recording is uh, is actually yesterday. It's actually my birthday today. Um, I share this day with um, the Gipper, uh, aka uh, Ronald Reagan, President Ronald Reagan, um, Tanache, the singer, little cutie, um, the what the NBA NBA player and one who got played. By a Kardashian, what was uh, Humphreys? Chris Humphreys, and a- <laughs> you know you got to be more specific when you say NBA player that got played by a Kardashian. <laughs> right. That's that's a long list, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly, um, and of course the legend Bob Marley also shares February sixth. As some, you know, so it's, I mean, good company. Some some more folks out there, Aquarius. Uh, happy birthday to you! Well, I, that's the only sign I really know. I don't even keep up with everybody. I, like I don't subscribe to it really. Uh, like I, I don't really subscribe to it. I just know my birthday falls in the time frame they say is Aquarius, and so that's all I've memorized. I don't really know, and I don't pay attention to what Aquarius is supposed to be like. I don't know, but people. I- I always find it hilarious um, when I was out dating a lot. Mm-hmm. That shit used to come up often. Yeah. And it would just tickle the shit out of me. Yeah. He's like, what's your sign? And, you know, oh, you're a Gemini. And Gemini's are supposed to be this, this, and this. And and I'm like, I, I don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't even know why you put any stock in that at all. Yeah, I don't even get, I don't get it. But listen, uh, if if you do, hey. Maybe you could tell me something about it. I don't know. But I believe Aquarius is a water sign because it's aqua. Um, and that's pretty much all I know. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that has been today's astrology report uh, brought to you by T-Storm. There you go. Um, again, once again, folks, um, uh, I'm peeling the curtain back a little bit. Um, I'm a little ill-prepared today. No, not really ill-prepared. I, I did some show prep. But it's like personal stories, show prep. There's a few things going on. One, one in particular, I shared. I won't. I won't. Um, I, I'll change the names. Um, you know, to spare some embarrassment to myself. Let's just say that. Um, um, and but we can. I don't know when you, you, we can get into that in in a second. But um, sir, I I turn the floor over to you. I'm- um, so, uh, real, real brief, because I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago or a week or so ago. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Nene leaks, um, 
when we talked about about her a few weeks ago, she was starting a petition to get you to turn off your TVs and boycott TV. Right. Um, because of some inequities, she's saying is happening behind the scenes. Black women aren't getting paid. Bah, 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 bah. Right, right. And I think there was a resounding. There was yet. Say, say again. She ain't shut up about it yet. She's still going on about it. Yeah, I, and there was something in the wind. Did you hear it? It was in the wind. I just heard something in the wind. I didn't know. <laughs> well, she didn't hear it because she ain't sat her ass down yet. Um, this is what she wrote on on last Monday, February 1st. Stand up, protest, sign the petition and stop watching. The treatment of black women behind the scene is wrong. Even the cast is currently filming knows it's wrong. And what's happening, uh, they try to silence us. We must, all caps, speak up when wrong is happening. I won't stop, she says. Uh, She continues, they pay off and reward lawyers, managers, agents, and even certain cast members to dirty work going i won't uh stop speaking out until something is done i will call names if need be okay uh when asked about her co-star portia williams she says uh they scared to lose their checks but you can't let them get away with with discrimination retaliation and blacklisting and unequal pay there's power in numbers i will start start calling out uh calling everybody out so um where was all of this when you was getting paid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you didn't give a shit about the discrimination and all of that. Well, she was talking, she's talking about like the treatment of black women. Weren't you a part of that foul treatment? Like, didn't you perpetuate some of that for ratings and a check? Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, and, and look, um, <clears throat> she's saying, you know, they, they're scared. They're scared to lose their checks. She obviously was, also, um, they're scared of retaliation, blacklisting, and un- unequal pay. Like that, I think that was the part that jumped out at me because none of this other stuff from her is new. Okay, uh, like I said we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. But unequal pay. Uh huh. Should the pay be equal? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, it depends on what are you paying for. What you know? What I'm is saying? your position? What is your draw? Like. Michael Jordan made more money than Scottie Pippen. Way more. Ron James make more money than the other people on, on the Lakers. Way more. He's a bigger draw. Yeah. Why should pay be equal? Why, why are people nowadays so Wait a minute, but, stuck in that notion of equal pay? But Okay, but Nene, okay. I thought she was the highest paid housewife. On the on the on the show, what is she? Or close to um, it? I don't know that for a fact, but here's what I will say: of everybody that was on that show, she's probably the biggest name, right? Like when you think of housewives, you think of her immediately. Absolutely. So it's, it's synonymous. Arguably, he is the Michael Jordan of that team. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I mean, that's uh, that's an interesting. Well, maybe she wasn't. Oh, okay. Is this coming from where she found out somebody else was getting more more money than her? Uh, she ain't. She ain't really talking. She ain't saying where it's coming from. 
Like she keeps saying, I'm, I'm going to name names. Just go ahead and name the names. Let's just, <laughs> let's just get to the root of it so we can be done with it. I but mean, and, she's not. And, okay. And, and real talk. I, I don't know Nene leaks from anything else before real housewives. I don't watch the show, but that's the only thing I, you know what I'm saying from, that's what I know her from. So to to her credit, post um, Housewives or in the midst of doing the Housewives, she did get some some acting roles. I know oh, yeah. she was on Glee for a little bit. Yes, uh, she was something else that I saw. So she parlayed that as, as into should. a career as she should. Yeah, well done. But you know, maybe this is the maybe this is the move on. It's the it's the move on signal. You know what I'm saying? You she she's done well. They, you've done like well, Nene. The, the the show is like Get your shit! Get your shit and get out! Get your shit. So she don't like being th- tossed out, I guess. I mean, listen, I don't know. I, I I'd be interested to find out. I mean, she's gonna keep talking about it. I, you know. <laughs> I saying. hope she just gets to the point where she names names. Like, just go ahead and name the names. Let's let's just get to it. Let's just. And I I I, I hate to draw comparisons, but this is I mean it's not exactly, but kind of similar to uh, Monique, where she you know she voiced her her grievances about at the time it was Netflix. Um, yep. And at the t- and at the time, she because she did the same thing. She was like everybody boycott Netflix. And was like, why? That happened. Why? I mean, they got Moesha on there. Why am I? <laughs> I I watched uh, you stupid. You said they got Moesha on there. <laughs> it took me a second. That one, it was it was like low flying and it escaped the top. <laughs> like oh, I get it now. Um, I was watching um, Comedy Hype. Uh-huh. It's a YouTube channel, and they they interview comedians. It's, it's a site just kind of built to help comedians. <clears throat> and I was watching an interview they did, I think, with Pierre. I think his name is okay, old school comic. And they were talking about um, the Dave Chappelle situation with Netflix versus the Monique situation with Netflix. Uh-huh. And he made an interesting observation because the question was, um, people seem to get behind Dave Chappelle when he said, Hey, don't watch my shit. And um, Netflix jumped in and did what they did. And, and things changed. Right. Um, and people, there, there was a, a groundswell of fan energy behind that change. Uh, but for Monique, it was pointed out that people were just kind of like, eh, well, and it, and what, nobody got behind her. Okay, well, I think for obvious reasons, it's com- it's completely different because with Chappelle, it was more targeted. He said, "I'm not saying boycott X. I'm saying don't watch my show. Don't watch Fair that enough. show. Don't watch that show." I'm not saying boycott HBO Max. Just boycott my don't watch my show. People was like, okay, I can honor I can honor that. That's that's targeted. 
It's manageable. Yeah. It's it's a manageable request. Yeah. When when Monique said boycott Netflix, it's like, why? <laughs> All the Netflix? All the whole Netflix? <laughs> why? Because the they new won't... House Cards is out and you want me to not watch what happened? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, most folks is like, man, that's rich people problems you talking about right here. I'm <laughs> you I pay Netflix. <laughs> you remember the point? You want hey, listen, you do what you gotta do. Um, she, I mean, she did her own specials later. I think she did like an HBO thing or something like that later on. But, um, I mean, it was, it, I just, it just felt, it felt like a, uh, grasping straws, just a reach, a serious reach. And also perceptually from a woman that keeps complaining about old shit. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, Pierre's point, which I thought was like, I, I I admittedly hadn't looked at it this way, said Dave Chappelle had a gripe about getting paid for work that he had already done that other people were getting paid on. Right. Monique had a gripe about not being offered the same amount of money to somebody else. So your gripe is it ain't, ain't nothing happened. Right. It ain't nothing happened yet, but Chappelle's is some real shit. Like he's getting robbed. Mm-hmm. You're not getting robbed. You right. just didn't like the deal. Right. And in any deal, if you don't like the terms that somebody's offering you, you can walk away. Absolutely. You ain't got to do it. Yeah. And and God bless her. That's what she did. But at the same time, like you can't then tell me to be upset that your deal didn't go through. Right. Like that's like me going to the car lot, trying to buy a car not getting the deal that I want and then telling everybody don't don't buy them cars no more don't buy Ford ever right. because they didn't they, they didn't offer me $5000 off the, the price and it's like now dude then just buy a different car right. just go somewhere else right but if on to your point if that same car dealership charged you one price and charged a a a, a, a white dude for the same car a different price lower price or whatever the case then that's you know you can understand what the what the gripe is and then you know there's there that might be more what you can do about it you know what i'm saying when people may be willing to go well that doesn't seem fair that's there's clearly some you know what i mean that's a little different but even then if everybody's not experiencing the same thing that's just between i guarantee you you pay a different price for a card than somebody else absolutely because Absolutely. you get what you negotiate. Right. Okay. And if you don't like the negotiation, say, I can, I can change you. it. I can change it a little bit. Monique's gripe is like, I went to go buy this Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> and these niggas had the nerve to tell me <laughs> I had to pay an extra $15,000 for some, you know, some heated, you know, heated seats. Now I know they sold it to that white girl over there for a thousand dollars, but they want to charge me fifteen. Nah, nah, don't go buy. She buying a Bentley though, <laughs> right? <laughs> go to a different lot. You know, yeah. I don't see anything wrong with with speaking on the inequity, mm-hmm. right? Saying, hey, look, you know, they offered this person this, they offered that person that. Now, the analytical part of me will then say, all right, well. Talk to me about your box office receipts. Talk to me about your viewership numbers. 
if you have similar, like within three to five percent variance between your 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 draw, your your measurable draw, then I'll say, oh yeah, they own some fuck shit because three to five percent is negligible. Yeah, but if it's ten to fifteen percent difference in your measurable draw, and it's fifteen to twenty five percent difference in the offer, then I say, uh, I, why are you mad? Right, like that's just kind of how that works. I I understand. I mean, and it gets to be a little slippery when you start measuring someone's worth in terms of when, when it comes to entertainment, right? Um, Eddie Murphy. Right now, people would want to see Eddie Murphy do stand up. So if there was a, you know, there's there's a there's a want for it, there's a demand for it, like overwhelming demand for it. People want to see that. And somebody would offer him a considerable amount of money to do stand-up and to, to be able to negotiate that. Monique, on the other hand, talented woman, very funny. I don't see the same demand. You get what I'm saying? Not to say that people don't value her her talents or her, you know how long she's been in the game and what she's done. The demand is not the exact is not the same. And I think that might have been what was the part of the issue between her and you know whoever else she was comparing the deals with now and to, to, to her credit i think she did i don't know if she won a lawsuit but she did there, there were some things merited to what she what she was complaining about in the long run you know so maybe that's yeah. she she should have just went <laughs> that route instead of saying boycott netflix like i right, you know what i'll see you in court and then that's the end of that. Care about your 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 rich people problems. Enjoy your Bentley. You know. <laughs> well, we we came a long way from from Nini, but and I think I think the last time we talked about Nini it, it in this always gets it right. It always gets Monique. to Monique somehow, right? <laughs> yeah. How the hell are we mad at Monique for talking about this shit, and we keep talking about this shit? <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, she ain't even talking about it no more. We yes, are. she is. That's the other side. Yes, she is. She's still mad at Oprah. She's still mad at Lee Daniels. She's still talking shit about Tyler Perry. She mad at Medea. She mad at every like that has not changed. Now she's a little tight with Whoopi. That you know, what I'm saying she's added more people to the list because Whoopi she tried got to- hot with Steve too. Yeah. Because I and we watched that happen in real time, <laughs> like they edited they they edited the uh, the interview that because she was on Steve Harvey and Steve was like, "Hey, uh, you know, move on." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is this show. We got to we got to play. We got to do this dance, man, to get this money. You, you're not. You don't have regular people problems. This is not the you know. You know we got to play this game. Is what he is where he was coming from. People took it like he was sambowing and, you know, they kind of flipped it on them like, you know, but. And, and look, I <laughs> let me putting on my tap dance shoes. Uh, I agree. I, I with, have music for that. <laughs> I just don't have it right now. I don't have it ready today. Damn it. Continue. I, I agree with a lot of the positions that people have with Mr. Harvey. Mm. That one, however, I don't. Um, 
he I, and I saw that interview because he did it on his his talk show. Mm-hmm. He was trying, and I really felt like where he was coming from was a place of love, and he was really trying to to tell her sister, "You burning up a lot of bridges, and it's not that you're wrong. It's just you you can go about this a different way." I, I, choose uh-uh. your battles. Thank you. She was and she battles. was just fighting battles on all fronts and launching missiles. And, and he, it really, I felt like he was trying to talk her down and, and help out. And people, people took that shit the wrong way. He was not trying to hear it at all. And still to this day, still not. I mean, I get, and she has her reasons and she has valid points. Shit. I mean, we can keep talking about this, but not longer than her. So, um you want to talk about mr lebron james yes this uh with his uh courtside karen (laughs) yes more rich people probably you know me when i heard the story i had to do some research Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was like who is this chick um <laughs> the sound effects they always make me giggle. I was like, <laughs> All right, so let's just let's just start off with what happened. So um they were at a game or uh she was at a game. I'm In trying Atlanta. to find my, my video. They were playing the Hawks, right? Atlanta Hawks. Yes. Playing the Hawks here in Atlanta. And uh, it was a, a humbug and it actually was on TV and I, there it is. So it was a, a little brouhaha on television and I have that video. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube and it's a blank spot after I said I have that video, it's because YouTube made me not play that video. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I didn't share the sound. Again, stop share. Share sound because you know. There we go. All right, this is what happened. Year since these two teams met, mm. we've got mm. a lot of uh, jawing going on uh, the front row, <laughs> and uh, yeah. look at that. And now the uh, security is getting involved, and the security is actually. I mean, the referees are actually telling the security they may want to usher somebody yeah. uh, to the. Out, out of the building. They might be gone. I think this was happening also. Uh, wow. Somebody was all over oh. LeBron. And they're still on LeBron. I think that's what yeah, it is. A few minutes ago, and I know he was glaring into the seats. LeBron, like he's LeBron. mouth, like he's safe. <laughs> Wait, so hold on. Let's let's just roll that back. <clears throat> I am not a skilled lip reader, but it looks like he's saying, Somebody tell that bitch to sit the fuck down. No, no. I, yes, I'm about going. to say he. What he actually said was. It's appropriate. He was in Atlanta for it too. So. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> sit the fuck down. The fuck down. Obviously, you can see that upset about it. I think well, as long as saying, it's nothing out, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're malicious. not kicking them out. It's just, I mean, fans ever, <laughs> and they just well, going, you know, that's that, cute. Executive of the Cavaliers that set LeBron off in Cleveland, and that's then here's the, the chick. Lady in, lady. 
Wow. No mask. No mask. Well, she's pointing yeah. out that one meme with the lady and the cat. <laughs> hey, that's yeah, funny. Okay. Is that she liked the cat. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I think initially, so initially uh, it, was, it was her, her husband or boyfriend or whatever that got into a back and forth with LeBron. Arnell Ward, Kevin Ward. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Today is my birthday, so I'm getting calls. Um, Hang on. This is my brother calling now. Hello? Hold on a second. I'm pulling. I'm I'm actually in the middle of the. Hold on. Where you at? I'm doing my podcast. Kev, you there? Yo, what's up? What's up, man? Kev, what's on, man? Kev say what's up. Say, say what's up to Mike. Mike, what's up, man? What's going on, brother? I'm much. How you doing? Hanging in there, man. Kev always sound half sleepy. So if you want to, is this is that smooth like butter thing? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm sure. You know. Uh, I just woke. I just woke up, man. You off today? Yeah, I'm off today, man. I'm okay. off. Yeah, well, I want to call my show. Call it's your birthday, man. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. No problem, man. No problem. I ain't, I ain't been into it, y'all. No. I ain't been into podcast. <clears throat> no, it's all good. I anticipated getting calls, so I figured, why not bring them, bring them on live? Okay, that's a good idea. You know, a good idea. Oh, man. All right, all right. What you doing the rest of the, what you doing the rest of the day once you uh, gain consciousness? <laughs> I gotta run to the store. I gotta take care of some stuff right quick. I ain't not, I'm not doing too much, but I'll be home for the most part. Okay, same here. I ain't gonna. I'm I'm sitting here. I just I'm sitting here uh, sipping on um, uh, Woodford Reserve. Oh yeah, that's a good one. It's really good. Um, All right. Yeah, you got to try that. That and 46. You ever had the 46? Yeah. Really, I've been getting into I've been getting into my whiskey. Bourbon oh, whiskey. The, it's bourbon. It's bourbon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You drinking wine and whiskey at the same time? No. This it's Woodward Reserve is bourbon. Oh, I thought Woodward Reserve was, was wine. No, it's bourbon. <laughs> Oh, so you're drinking two whiskeys at the same time. No, man. I was just telling you about 46. Get off the phone, man. <laughs> <laughs> My man hey. just woke up. All right. Yeah, it's not, it's, you know? it's not compute yet. It's not, it's not <laughs> there yet. Not, like, get off the phone, man. <laughs> Thank you, Kev. I love you, man. I love you, too, man. All I right. told you look. Hey, how y'all doing? Take care, man. All right. Hey, man. Hold it down. All right, man. My brother, uh, Kev Butter. Um, <laughs> Courtside Karen. Yes. So she was so getting she the feel of what actually happened. Mm-hmm. And you, you made the point that it was some words exchanged between LeBron and her husband. Right. And she jumped in and started mouthing off. Now I have other videos that I'm going to show, but I want to, I want to point out who her husband is. There's a gentleman named Chris Carlos. Mm-hmm. Um, 
He he is a partner in a alcohol distribution company. White man. Based out of here. <clears throat> white, white gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, very wealthy gentleman. He's courtside. He's in his 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in her, she's 25. Oh. So he's more than twice his wife's age, which, you know, to Kevin Samuel's point, <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> high value men like younger. Well, I mean, that was she's only half. That's one of two. <laughs> I'm sure he traded her in for two twenty fives. Is that <laughs> well, I, I I was able to get my hands on a bio for him, <clears throat> and I'm not gonna super super duper out him, but just looking at his bio seems like a, a stand up guy. He's involved in a number of um, charitable organizations. He's on the board of a lot of a charitable organizations. Good dude, right? Yeah. Seems like a real good dude. Now, I want to show a picture of him to illustrate a point. He, I mean, good dude. Poss- you know, presumably, um, I would, I would surmise, makes a, you know, a bit of a victim because he's a Hawks fan. But continue. <laughs> this is the gentleman in question. <clears throat> Damn. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Don't don't look like he need a twenty five year old hundred pound soaking wet woman to come to his defense. Right. Right. Look like he can handle some issues on his own. Yeah. Feel like he done whooped some ass in his day. Look like he done scrubbed up some folks in his time. He ain't really need his wife to jump in. Yeah. But uh, let's <laughs> let's let's run these down. This is from her point of view. <laughs> Um, but okay, he, uh, he might be just under six foot or about five something because she don't look that she wasn't that tall herself. No, I, I, I don't see him actually winning a fight against LeBron. If it was, a, uh, it was going to be a fight. If it was gonna, actually going to be a fight, it wasn't going to be no fight. It was just words, and I'm sure they were clear on that. This is just words. She jumped if, in. If they were. St- if they were standing up boxing, LeBron's got reach on him, right? Okay. That's a problem. But if that little short, stocky dude gets a hold of him and takes him down, yeah, come yeah. on now, yeah, yeah. He, he got a good grip. He put a little grip on him, you know. Yeah, grip him up a little something. Le- LeBron right, might is, he might be tempted to tap out from her point of view, from her what she shot. Oh God! As they were kicking her out. <laughs> and you can you can almost smell the liquor. Sounds like uh, sounds like yeah. um, rose and bad so it, choices. It goes on from there. Hmm. Um, don't talk to my husband like that. You don't know I was. You're just a basketball player that makes millions of dollars. You can't. Bitch, shut up, sit down. It's like what he's like saying. Uh, <laughs> but she, oh boy. Shut up, mama. He'll go in and kick your ass. Show him, baby. Those were like. More, from, more from her. Oh, God. Just 
got kicked out of the game for talking shit to LeBron James, for talking shit to my fucking husband. This is such fucking bullshit. <laughs> this is such fucking bullshit. Oh my God. Can you believe this black guy had the nerve to tell me to shut the fuck up because I was cussing at him? Oh, she continues. Oh, God. Listen, let me tell you. LeBron James looked at my husband during the game and cussed him out. And I stood up and I go, don't fucking talk to my husband. Talk to my husband one more time and I will fuck you up. And he started fighting with me. He goes, shut your mouth, dumb bitch. And I go, you shut your fucking mouth, bitch. Okay. I'm going to fuck you up, LeBron. Really? Okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? The level of entitlement. Oh my god. Is mind-blowing and staggering. All right. So let's start at the beginning. When two grown men talking, stay out of it. There he is. Right? There there's a thing that men understand about dealing with other men. Um we understand that there is always the presence, a low-level presence of violence. We know that. So we measure and we gauge when we talk to another dude to know, okay, hey, motherfucker, ain't going to be too many more times you step on my shoe. Right. You ain't finna pop off like that to a motherfucker six eight. Full fitty of all muscle. Yeah. But you ain't finna be no punk either. Right. Right. So you measure it based on on that low level threat of violence. This shit could erupt into violence at any moment. We understand that. She doesn't understand that. And I think a lot of women don't understand that. Because they know the retribution if a man puts his hands on her. She can jump up and say, I'll fuck you up and don't ever talk to my husband. And she can do all of that. And she knows at the end of the day, he ain't going to touch her. He ain't going to touch her. LeBron ain't going to hit her. Yeah. Yeah. Now, LeBron I mean, might I, punch her husband in the face. Oh, yeah. Because I've seen cats <laughs> do that shit, too. Bitch, shut up before I, hurt, before I hurt your dude. And the dude is like, hey, wait a minute. I ain't even. <laughs> Hold up. We was talking. Bitch, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> hold on we was talking <laughs> but i mean if because because the other side of it is lebron said hey bitch shit sit the fuck down that's putting her husband on front street right then because now yeah you checked your broad <laughs> your broad is looking at you you gonna let him talk to me like that now you yeah. gotta fight. She, she's she signed a check for him to get his ass whooped. Absolutely, that's uh, why they put him out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because and in fact, um, the post game interview with LeBron, he he was like, "Look, I don't think they should have got put out." Um, I said my piece to that man. That man said his piece to me, and it was done. And she, he, he didn't say she. He said someone else decided. <laughs> To, to get involved. In it, right. He's so political. He's so p- 
political with his shit, but uh, and, and and he's right, right? Like she should have just let her man handle that. And ladies, look, if if you listen to this, and and I I I'll say this: I understand where she was coming from. I understand that urge and to to protect your man. I get it. Your man don't need you to protect him. No. Your man don't want you to protect him. No. And and really, at the end of the day, you don't want to have to protect your man. Right. You want to know that he's protecting you, not the other way around. Not, not. We want you to protect us in other ways, but not on some old physical man against a man type shit or whatever. Like that ain't that ain't what we got you for. Now, if it's a, if it's another chick popping off at us, then hey, baby, handle my lightweight, yo, yo. right? Because right. I can't, I can't fight a woman. But I'm not gonna smack. She should have just stayed her ass in that chair. Yeah, that's just funny. But after all of that popping off, after being labeled the courtside Karen, her real name is Juliana Carlos. Uh, I would tell you to look her up on YouTube and Instagram, but her Instagram page has been set to private, and her YouTube page has been deleted. Uh, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Um, she ain't like that smoke, and and they got, uh, the other side of it is she twenty five. <laughs> she twenty five. What she's you, a kid? Yeah, she don't know shit. Not really, folks. Twenty five. Hey, we've been there already. <laughs> don't get mad. You don't really know shit yet. Not say you know nothing. You just don't know shit. <laughs> and, and and that was some shit. shit say again. <laughs> I met shit once. I, I, I'm familiar with shit. I know shit. <laughs> We've hung out several times. Yeah, I mean, I, I <laughs> sometimes some good shit. Sometimes some bad shit. Sometimes ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to know uh, the difference. God yeah. Speaking of ain't um, shit, I mean, moving on, because. White folks privileged. She gonna be all right. She'll figure it out. She'll you know she'll live to get cussed out another day. She apologized. She came out and she apologized. And I read the apology. It seemed like a genuine apology. Um, she she didn't do the. I'm so sorry to have offended anyone. In she said something to the effect of. I'm trying to find it. She takes full responsibility for crossing the line. Uh, to say things escalated quickly at yesterday's game is an understatement and I want to apologize for losing my cool and removing my mask in the heat of the moment uh, my husband is a huge sports fan and we're passionate people and let's be real and this is the part where I felt like it, it made it genuine let's be real sports wouldn't be sports without without a little trash talking yeah All right. she apologized for behavior but she called it what it was like we was talking some shit yeah. um, she went too far she just went too far she freaked out but and she, it sounded like she was drunk too. So, <laughs> look, twenty five courtside at a Hawks game in an arena where I don't even think they're letting people in the arena really at this point. It's um, friends and family, and you know a few other people. So it's it's folks of privilege. And don't quit these numbers, but I think it's less than like a hundred people. And, and 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 folks of privilege of a certain privilege. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> what it is. I ain't want to go there, but since you did, well, you know. 
Hmm. There was a uh, there was a tragic situation in um in Pennsylvania. I forget um the town in Pennsylvania. Um, and I was going to tell that story in conjunction with what we just talked about because it was it's it's not the same at all. It ended in three deaths. Um, and it was an argument over snow. We you know. Um, but I've decided I, I don't want to talk about it any, anymore because it's, uh, there's no way, there's no way to really, uh, navigate it and be funny about it because it's a tragedy. It's very tragic. It's, it's very, very tragic. tragic. And, you know, we, we lean on the more comedic side here. So, um, but it's a real situation that happened in Pennsylvania. If you, if you if you if you care to see the details and see the horrific video, because it was all caught on video, um, on security cam from somebody's house. Um, it's it was a murder suicide over snow in Pennsylvania. If you Google it, I'm sure you'll find it. Um, my condolences to all parties involved, the families, um, and neighbor, even the neighbors. You know what I mean? So we never want to see stuff like that get out of hand. Um, so moving yeah, past and, that, and for the record. It's actual snow and not cocaine. Correct. Although I suspect at least one party yeah. might have been involved. Yeah. So again, don't want to make light, but yeah. Um but what I will I, I so there was a situation um that just that just happened and I'm trying to uh, put my dancing shoes on, my tap dance shoes on. Um hmm. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. That moment of contemplation was funny to me. <laughs> so, uh, Mike and I, we, we've known each other 20 plus years at this point. Um, yeah. there's some, some other folks that we know we, we've all came up damn near as teenagers, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Early twenties, you know what I'm saying? So, um, there's a certain nostalgia and a certain feeling of um, there's certain people that, you know, that I talk to from that time, you know, where we just pick up and Mike and me, Mike, me and Mike is the same way. We, we pick right up where we left off. It's never, it doesn't matter time or space. You know what I'm saying? When, when, when we hear from one another, we kind of, it's, it's like we didn't lose a beat and there's always love. Right. With that said, um, there was a, a a person out of our circle I won't name, um, that had put a call into another friend of ours, um, and I and I got a you know I got a call early in the week like hey hey T um what do you know about uh, and I'll give a name um hey what do you know about I'm looking at a red cup I'm so red I just it's just calling red person's red i was gonna go with something like alonzo alonzo <laughs> alonzo red i don't know fuck whatever hey what do you know about alonzo that's not his actual name or her name uh but the uh and i go well i but i do know a dick named alonzo do you <laughs> she's a handsome woman no i mean <laughs> i'm kidding I'm just... <laughs> so do you see each other at the urinal like 
<laughs> okay, sorry. Hey, uh, hey what well, Mike? How you doing? Um, so, um, friend calls. Hey, what do you know about Alonzo? Um, last spoke to him a couple of years ago. It was all good. Talked, you know. They was doing. Work, they was working on a certain project or whatever the case. We chopped it up. We weren't able to catch up, but you know, it was all good. There's nothing. Well, she, uh, our friend goes on to say, "Hey, well." Person Alonzo reached out and said they was in a, a particular situation and uh, needed some money. Um, and feel a little uneasy about it because I haven't talked to this person in a certain amount of years. But at the same time, like I you know said, time and space don't matter. It, it, it you know there's the still feeling of of family and I have relatives. I have. I have blood relatives the same way. It doesn't matter how long I've spoke to them. If somebody relative calls me and is in, in, is in need, I, I I do what I can to help. And so our friend said the same was, you know, said the same thing. Um, and you know, her question was more like, you know, is, is this person on anything that, you know, are they having issues with addiction, anything like, and my answer was, I don't think so. And she's like, all right, well, you know, after discussing it with her, her partner, he went ahead and and sent them the funds requested. I also chipped in. There you go. I bet. Fast forward a few days. Actually, um, just last night, maybe 1 a.m., as I'm going to bed, I got a text. Didn't recognize the number. Hey, who's this? Hey, it's Alonzo. Oh, hey, what's up? How you doing? You good? What's going on? Hey, trying to make it, you know, um, you all right? And then I got a voicemail explaining the same situation that he had told our other friend. Now I'm on alert. Situation that had been resolved, theoretically. Uh, well, yeah, I wouldn't say actually, well, not that I know of at that point. Um, and so I, you know, the red flag goes up in my head, but I'm also, you know, realizing perhaps, uh, the situation that's really afoot is not something that they really want to disclose. There is a need, there is some sort of emergency, but they don't want to disclose what it really is. Um, and so cautiously i say hey listen you know i can't give what you're asking but i can help how do you want to get it to you and i send it you know <laughs> and it was and it wasn't a whole lot of money it was a hundred dollars you know from being, it wasn't a, and my wife was like my wife looked at me with her with her bronx uh <laughs> suspicions what by the way my wife is notoriously cheap also what? <laughs> what? Nah, 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 nah. I'm like, listen, I already understand this could be something else. I'm I, I'm not even thinking I'm going to see this money again. I, I already I've already accepted that part of it, you know what I mean? But as a Christian, uh understand to be able to uh to give from your heart without the expectation of return. 
I said, that's how, and that's how I looked at it. And I also said to my wife, listen, I blow a hundred dollars on bullshit on Amazon all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, uh, unicorn mittens and fucking toilet bowl lights. Absolutely. I got <laughs> stuff in here that I've ordered that I haven't used at all. <laughs> like, I bought my dog snow boots. True story. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Was your dog like, yo, dude, I saw these Eddie Bauer boots, man. I cop them boots for me, dude. <laughs> Hey yo, I, I my dog has fucking snow boots. So, with that said, if if there's a brother that you know I, I, I look to as a I look as as a brother as as a you know what I'm saying if I can help, whatever it may be, I don't think it's the situation he said it was, but okay, fine. And I sent the money. Fast for fast forward. I woke up on my birthday this morning and I sent our friend, our other friend um, a text message to let him know, hey, Alonzo reached out to me this morning which said the same situation and um, I went ahead and gave him, you know, a little, a little something. She hit me back with, like, really? He said that situation had been resolved and <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. To borrow from an old Southern phrase, something in the milk ain't clean. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I'm thinking, okay, well, um, at some point, I don't want to put the cat on Front Street. I don't want to have a confrontation about it because it's a hundred dollars. It's really not that serious to me. Um. It's the, but it's the it's the principalities of the situation of it, yeah. So either be real about what's actually happening, and go, hey, listen, I know I I, I said this, there's something else going on, and I I just I said what I needed to say to be able to be to take care of what I need to take care of, and I'm like, all right, cool. Or yeah, shit, nah, I, I got on that shit, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, because the next thing, because because the next thing that happened, and as I'm I, as I'm grappling with this, and it's, it's unfortunate because I grew up, um, you know, my stepfather was a an an addict, still struggles with addiction to this day. You know, what I mean, I understand the disease. I it's it's referred to as a disease. You never you never get over it. You are always considered an addict. Um, and it's, you know, and and it requires compassion and also people to be real with you at the same time. And I don't want to be an enabler if that is what the situation is. Um, uh, but as I'm grappling with, okay, well, at some point I'll reach out to, I'll reach out to Alonzo and go, hey, bro, you know, I, I know X, Y, Z, happened already and you hit me about the same situation so i'm not tripping are you okay is what i'm thinking as i'm grappling with that mike and i were getting ready for the show i got another text from alonzo ayo i need 12 dollars <laughs> now that sounds like 
basehead logic. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, yes. <laughs> I do know what you're saying. Yes. And so the alarms is like, because they. For $12. $12. What'd you go buy for $12? And so, Ugh. you know, it's, it's unfortunate. It's a uncomfortable situation. Um, a younger me might have may, may not have understood the delicacy of how to, you know, how to navigate it or whatever the case. And then uh, some people will just be like, nah, fuck you go, go away. But if it is a person, if, if, if it is, you know, and again, I still view them as family. If it's a, a person that's, you know, a family member going through addiction, uh, you know, a conversation need to be had. Now you're not going to solve it, but you could be as compassionate and let them know, Hey, I know this ain't <laughs> you ain't you're not being real. I can't do I I can't help you get high. Right. And um that may or may not be the last time you talk to that person so they get their life together. You often remind me <laughs> how much of a better person. You are than I am. Because <laughs> I would have handled that so differently and so wrong. <laughs> Motherfucker, what you, $12? Nigga. <laughs> no, I mean, yo, I mean, and, and here's the other side of it too. Like, this ain't the first time I've dealt with that. You know what I'm saying? I have an actual family member that's done that, reached out to me for small amounts of my life. And, you know, I've been in a situation to be in a desperate state of need. I've been there. I've been there. There's things I've done that I'm not proud of. Never sucked a bag of dicks. But I'm just saying, I've... <laughs> that was... So, so now we have to put the bag of dicks conversation... <laughs> It, as outtakes at the end of this episode, it was, it was a long conversation about a bag of dicks before the show started, and now he he threw back to that conversation that no one saw. No one so saw now it's got to put it somewhere, yeah, because <laughs> that's random. People are like listening, and they're like, "What bag of dicks? What's that?" <laughs> Just look at the outtakes; you'll understand. But in any case, all that to say, um, I, I've been you know I've been in a situation of need. I understand it. I've but by the grace of God, I'm here today and in position to be able to to help you know friends and family that you know are in need at the time to help as best as I can. That is, um, but at the same time, I ain't boo boo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at some point, that conversation and I had that conversation with a family with with a cousin. Same exact thing. Hey, bro, what's your plan? I have a family I'm taking care of. What are you doing? You trying to get work? You really trying to get work? Okay. I can't keep, we can't keep doing this. $3? Nah, here's $25. You trying to get somewhere? Here you go. Hear me again? Hey, bro, I'm trying to get something to eat. Okay, but what you going to do after that? Because we're not going to keep nickel and dime. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to keep doing that. And... I'm not looking for it back. I just want you to do better. So, um, I've been in, I've been in a similar situation, not on drugs, but not 
financially able to goddamn take care of myself. Right. It was God. It was before I met you. It was a long, long, long fucking time ago. I was a kid, 1920, something like that. And I'm going to tell you one of the best things that ever happened to me. And, and I hope he doesn't get mad that I tell this story uh, because I've expressed my thankfulness for this. So my brother, I was living with my brother. Um, and one day my brother just looked at me and was like, you got to get the fuck out. Mm. I wasn't working. I wasn't paying for shit. I was just a lazy motherfucker. And he's like, you got to get the fuck out. And I had to get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, Cause he wasn't playing. It was like, you either get up and walk out the door or I'm going to physically get you out the door. Right. He wasn't playing. And I had no goddamn where to go. So I spent a few months just bouncing around, sleeping on people's couches and all of that shit. And I eventually pulled it together and got my life together. Um, But to your point of being honest with a person, not enabling and having tough conversations, if my brother hadn't, if he had to continue to enable me, if he hadn't had that tough conversation, and and made the tough action, because I can imagine it's very difficult to put your brother out, put your family members out. I would probably still be a lazy piece of shit. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just being real, you know, so I I applaud you for for the way you're approaching it. Um, I do still feel some kind of way, though. About Alonzo lying. Oh, absolutely. Right. Because I can speculate about your shit all day and not really know. Yeah. And then that's, you know, that's between you and God at that point. Like, right. whatever. But the moment I figure out that you're lying, you run in the same game on me that you ran on somebody else, the exact same game. And that thing was supposed to be resolved days ago. And now here it is days later. And you calling me, you run in the same game. Right. I, I would have a very real problem with that shit. Uh, and I would probably pop off like motherfucker. I help you, but goddamn, you know why you got a lot of me, yeah. you know, you it's disrespectful. Yeah. You running a con and a hustle on your people yeah. who going to help you. Come on, man. Stop. But yeah. Yeah. It is what. So yeah. I hope Rod, I hope you ain't mad, man. I hope, hope you ain't mad about me telling that story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's not. He kicked you out. <laughs> yeah but motherfuckers be like oh i can't believe you did that to your family yeah. i'm glad he did it i'm glad he did it yeah, no, i look back on that at the time i wasn't <laughs> at the time i was hot but you know it didn't actually it didn't take very long for me to look back at that i would say two years maybe three for me to turn around and look back at that and go god damn I think at, <laughs> I think at some point, you know, our people, and I say black folks, have all heard. No. Get your shit! Get your shit! And get out! We've all heard that at some point. If it wasn't your it's mama, kinda... it was your girlfriend. Those who stayed with the girlfriend. If it wasn't the girlfriend, it was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A relative of some sort that was like, hey, all right. <laughs> I've actually had to say that to a girlfriend, but that's another story for another nice. time. <laughs> I, had a, I, had, I had a girl 
who wasn't quite my girlfriend, tried to move in on me. Wait, was it was it the slow move in where they leave something every week until they have like enough shit at your house to where they they, they then look at you and say, "Well, I need a drawer or something to put this shit in." Yeah, no, it was more. It was like a almost like a bum rush of after. Okay, <laughs> it was a young lady that I was dealing with for a while. We were an item, probably not official, but unofficially exclusive. And then I realized. Can I translate that, women? Yeah. Can I, uh, ladies, yeah, yeah, I'm going to translate that whole statement for you. Yeah. We was fucking, but we wasn't in no relationship. <laughs> and, <laughs> and at the time, I wasn't fucking nobody else. So, um, but the shit didn't, you know, we didn't want the same thing. I realized it early and it was like, no, this is not, mm, not working. So I cut it before I got married, before I, before I met my wife, I started to figure out what it was that I needed out of a relationship and what worked. This is Gary, bro. I, I call, I call Gary B in the back. I'll call him back in a second. Um, do you hear the phone ringing in in your ear? Damn. All right. Well, I can still, but they can't hear it. So, in any case, um, <laughs> so I cut it off and moved on with my life, or whatever the case. We stayed in contact, um, and every once in a while we'd catch up. Um, and when I started doing other things and wasn't paying her any attention, she wanted to spend more time and was trying to and um my my position on it was I don't want nothing from you we cool we can kick it but I'm not trying to go back to and so she'd give me the drawers <laughs> and I go thank you go home now <laughs> you make it sound like she gave you a, a one of those little short packs of saltine crackers thank like, you here you go I, 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 I wasn't expecting this thank you you may go home now but I just gave you I just gave you no no it's I, and I appreciate it I said I wasn't expecting it in fact I didn't even ask thank you you may go home ma'am and after a couple of times of that happening um she was trying to like try to like trying to force herself to move like to be in my space. And I'm like, nah. I'm not doing that. Yeah, she was muscling. She was trying to muscle a relationship. Yeah. Like, um, nah. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I'm starting to enjoy the moments on the show when I get to address the women directly. <laughs> um ladies. Which camera? Okay. <laughs> Understand something. There is a vast difference between a man being willing to sleep with you and wanting to be with you. I know it's not a vast difference for you, by and large. I mean, there are some women who run like dudes, whatever. But by and large, you kind of connect those two things together. There's nothing wrong with that. It makes sense. It's cool but we don't. So if you think you're going to sleep with a dude 
and make him want to be in a relationship with you because you slept with him. Don't do that to yourself. No, no, don't do that. It rarely, if ever works out. Mm -mm. And if it does, it's only temporary because it's only temporary because at some point, you may hear that. Since we since we're telling bum rush relationship stories, so God, this was what years is twenty twenty one so twenty nineteen. <clears throat> I was still out there, and out I there met a means young he man. Had mad hoes. <laughs> yes, I had mad space hoes. <laughs> Not a lot of them. They was just mad. It was just mad. <laughs> Okay. I, I was approaching dating very differently than I had prior to that year. I was doing what I wanted to do. I was not accepting the bullshit and I wasn't playing games. And I was very, very, very honest about it. So I met a young lady. Um, She was smart, nice. She wasn't from this country. Um, was a real good girl. Not physically my type, Hmm. but, but had a lot of other pluses in the, in the plus column that made me go, huh? I'll let's figure out, figure this out, you know, physical type thing. You know, what's the old saying? Show me a a beautiful woman and I'll show you a dude who's sick of a shit. (laughs) So it's like, you know, it's only so much of the physical thing you, you should really count on, you know, as being a cornerstone of why you pick a person, but we went out. Um, first date, went to a brewery, grabbed a beer, was having a great time. Went over to a, a, a spot, got something to eat, had a great time, made out a little bit after the date. Second date, couple of days later, I went by, I had been working. So I needed to like, I went by, I took a shower at a spot. We Ate dinner. She cooked dinner. We went to a movie, came back, and I was like, all right, then I'm out. Uh, And she invited me to stay. Now, prior to this, we had had a conversation, and she was adamant about no sex until marriage. And I said, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not... Cool. Then she started to negotiate. Well, do you ever want to get married? Uh, Mm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You know. Okay. Well, are you at least interested in a a monogamous long-term relationship? Yeah. But I don't know if I'm interested in that with you yet. We've known each other two or three weeks. We've been on two dates. Like pump your brakes. Right. Slow down. So that conversation happened before she invited me to stay the night. So she invited me to stay the night and I'm like, uh, okay, I'll sleep in the guest bedroom. Right. I'm, I'm still trying to keep the distance, still trying to respect her, her boundaries and I don't know what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And she, she says, um, no, basically, you know what I'm getting at. Okay. So I'm like, okay. thank you. I wasn't expecting <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> Madam, that's that's such an unexpected <laughs> gift. Um, 
thank you for uh, uh, I I I really appreciate it. Um, what you? It was it was great. Went home. She had told me that she was leaving the country the following week weekend, and she'd be gone for six to eight weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was like, "All right, we'll pick up when you come back." You know, I've I've been enjoying getting to know you. Da da. She hits me with, "Well, I need to know what this is going to be before I leave." It's going to be what it is. Like, chill. It's cool. We get to know each other. Well, I mean, that's not good enough. You need to tell me if if we're going to be together or not. Oh. And I said, okay. You either want... I said, you can either get um, a slow yes or a fast no. It's like, well, I, I mean, I need to know before I get on the plane. And I said, okay, no. <laughs> it's not going to be nothing. Then dude, I got hit with, she hit me with, the, you misled me and you should have told me that you didn't want nothing. And Oh, and she just came at me and I, I just said, I, because it, like she had twisted those facts up in her brain and I wasn't, there was, I was going to be able to say to, to reason with how she had figured things that happened. So I was like, okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. Wow. And, and the sad thing is I was genuinely interested in her as a human being. I was ready to kind of like, all right, let me, um, I'll focus on getting to know her and, and not see anybody else and see where this takes us. But she just pulled the trigger too hard, too fast. She tried to muscle her way. She had a couch, pushing a couch in my front door. And I'm like, hey, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, no. Couch in the front door with a titty in your mouth. Like, hey, uh, no, wait, I, I I want the titty. Thank you. But the couch, no, I'm sorry. That's not what I was <laughs> looking forward to. Do they, the titty come with the couch? Well, then I won't take the titty. I can't do it. I, 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 I <laughs> no, know. no, thank you. Wow. God bless her. She was a sweet girl. I, you know. She was, that was her that was her version of shooting her shot. Well, she missed. <laughs> it's uh I've I've heard some some content creators in the manosphere say um women control access to sex and men control access to relationships. And I had never heard it put that way before, but when I heard it, I was like, huh. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's very oh, yeah. true. Oh yeah, because do a, a, a do to know. Yeah, I could do this. I can manage this. Or even if they don't, if they can manage it, oh, I, I, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and then figure out later, I can't manage this. <laughs> I can't manage this. But as you get older and then you get a little bit more experience, you know what you can handle, what you can manage, and what you want. Mm-hmm. Right off the gate, and if it just don't look right, you're like, mm, nah, I'm good. All right, there's much we, I, there's much that we haven't gotten to as of yet. Um, I I do want to talk about Chloe, but um, Chloe Bailey, um, but we're gonna have to do that on the after show. 
Um, so, folks, if you're watching or if you're listening, make sure you go to our website, unpoppinshow.com, where you will find uh, exclusive content that you won't see or hear anywhere else. So um, take this opportunity to say thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thanks to all the folks that reached out and wished me a happy birthday. There's a list of people on on Facebook that um that shouted me out. Um and at some point I, I, I will go down and answer each and every one each and every person. I I I try to do that. Um but I'll say here. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um this year also makes, you know, thirty years of me being a broadcaster. All of my, all of my adult life has been in broadcasting. All of my adult life. <laughs> so um, at some point sometime this year, maybe I'll put together some sort of celebration for that as well. So I get to celebrate my birthday twice. I'm going to celebrate it for a whole month anyway, because I, you know, from, from not celebrating my birthday in the, ba- in the past, so my wife came along and was like, no, you got to celebrate. And so now we'll we'll do a whole month. Well, we'll this will go all the way into March. <laughs> <laughs> so that's hilarious. Yeah, man. Because you know you got to do the birthday. Because you know you may not be, and especially now with this pandemic, not having a birthday party, we have to do a virtual party if we do that. And even then, you know, I had it one one year. My wife, um planned a very very um a very sweet birthday party had rented a hall had my man dj demo as the dj i didn't even know she brought him in and all this you know had folks that was coming in town and hurricane it was the hurricane or snowstorm nemo hurricane nemo i think or whatever it was that that year happened shut down the shut down everything Mm. And so it went from going to a hall to just a little celebration at my mom's house, which was fine. Um, and then we had to do over later on. The, the hall was was kind enough to say, okay, no problem. We understand it was a hurricane. We're not going to just keep your money. And we did a whole nother party later on. So and it was cool. So with that in mind, I get a do over. This is quarantine. In any case. <laughs> Um, at Unpoppin' Show on all social medias. Make sure you follow us there. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And um, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Um, hit, this, hit the notification button. Like, subscribe, comment. Keep in contact with us. And um, we'll talk back to you. Again, thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.